You are listening to episode 22 of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Welcome to the Peaceful Mind Podcast, a place for creating the peace of mind you need to be the best mom you were created by God to be. If you want to bring more balance, more joy, and more peace to your motherhood, this is the place for you. I'm your host, certified life coach and Catholic mom, Danielle Tienel. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, let's get started. Welcome back, everyone, and Happy New Year 2021. What? How many of you can totally remember the whole Y2K thing? when it was turning 1999 to 2000, right? Do you hear me, mamas out there? And now here we are 21 years later. 21, I mean, there is one thing that is for real, and that is time stops for no one. It's the one thing we can't stop, right? Or try and slow down as much as we try, or we can't even get any more of it after it's passed. And so for that reason, I give you this episode about getting going on living your best life. Now is the time. The highest version of yourself, the one where you finally decide to get going on your goals and dreams and take the action to create the version of you and your life that is happy, healthy, and holy. It's what we all want to be. So even though sometimes it's hard to fight for your own dreams, especially since we can get stuck in the pattern of exchanging our dreams for other people's opinions or ideals or expectations, but you do not have to stay there, stay stuck, stay in the same place and keep repeating patterns that have plagued you for years. Let 2021 be the year you become the happiest healthiest and holiest version that is the best for your own life. Now, the last episode, I laid out a really great foundation for some new mental habits to adopt for the new year. And if you haven't listened to the 10 must do habits for 2021, go back and listen. Well, like after you finish this one first, and, um, and we're about to dive in right now here. Happy. Happy is something everyone strives for, no? In fact, one of the biggest misnomers is to believe that the goal of life is to be happy all the time. When we think that the goal is to be happy all the time, it actually keeps us from being happy. And it, the, ha- the definition of happy, it, it's, it's different for everyone. So you just first need to one, bring it back to yourself, right? Not worrying about the standards of society or what other people have said is what makes a person supposed to be happy. You just need to come back to what is your definition of happy? Is it like, is it more the simple things? Is it to be close in proximity to family? 
Is it a person who travels to a new place at least once a year? Is it that your children are given their basic needs every day? Or is it that you have this laundry list of items that you want to have? When we realize that happy is a feeling and that our thoughts create our feelings, not anything that would be on that list is is so freeing and empowering. And so when we know that it's always in our control to feel happy by just choosing our thoughts, then it means that you don't have to wait. Like you don't have to wait until you achieve a certain goal or do a certain thing or go to a certain place or have a certain amount of money or the house or, or any of it. You just get to decide what makes you happy and then you get to think thoughts about that in your life that brings on the feeling of happiness. But I say this also with the caveat that I, I teach that it isn't necessary, nor is it possible, nor should you actually even want to be happy all the time in order to live your best and biggest possible human life. We are meant to have a plethora of feelings and experiences. So the way that we teach this, um, or the way that I like to demonstrate this example to my clients and my Catholic mamas out there who I am connected to is that picture a serving platter being presented to you. And on this platter, it is a whole array of feelings and emotions. So you've got surprised and you have scared and you have thrilled and you have um, maybe something like content or just neutral, or you have excited and you have disappointed and you have just, there's so many, you've committed, you have exhilarated to see the happy on there and just know it's one of a thousand feelings and emotions that you could choose from. And that, yes, you do want to have happy 50% of the time of your life at least, but just know that there's other things too, other feelings that you could go after that will make up your definition of happy. And that if your definition of happy includes an array of feelings and emotions for whatever that definition is for you, then that means you're on the right track to living just your highest, best version of yourself. Okay. Then the second one is healthy. And again, it's whatever definition it is for you. Yes, we totally know what a gift it is and a precious thing for ourselves to have good health. 
And we all know that, especially what we've gone through with the coronavirus and how that pandemic has affected. It really has shed light on the the preciousness and how may, we might take for granted our health. But we we all at some level know logically that we want to do good things for our body and physically be in good shape to be able to go and move and and move through this life with, um, you know, to help us get to where we want to go. But there are so many aspects that fill up what it is to be a, have a healthy life. And what I concentrate on, right, what we found out here is looking at having a healthy mind, your mental state. And that, especially in the new year, so many people look to their physical health and make those resolutions to lose weight and to exercise more and to get stronger and things, which is all great things. But I would like you to kind of take a look at what the definition for you to have a healthy life and does that include a mental healthy life? Yes, it absolutely should because Remember, your internal life then shows up and is reflected on your external life. Or if you take a look at your external life and it feels like chaotic and just indecisive and confused and, you know, it reflects and it shows that what's going on on your internal life is very uh, similar to that. So What is your definition of a healthy life and has it been really concentrated on the physical part? And can we also include the mental health on that, um, on that kind of when you're looking at the next year and how you want to live the happy and healthy life in the new year? Okay, so then there's the holy part. And I know Catholic moms that, that sometimes when you hear the word holy, you can sort of kind of get this little mental block that says, oh, I'm not holy enough, right? Well, the word holy, it doesn't mean being a goody goody. It just means that we set apart, we set ourselves apart in some way for sacred use. And as a Catholic woman of faith, it is already part of us to kind of want this desire from our heart to become more holy. And again, that definition for you and where you fall on whatever, you know, scale of holiness that you deem, we're always going to be wanting to, you know, enhance it. And it just means that we are setting apart quiet moments where you will accomplish far greater tasks than you would when you're outside of your sacred time. So because you will have had transformation within, because any time spent in God's presence trying to become more holy, you will transform from within. So as your mind and heart are directed in ways like silence, quiet contemplation, prayer and listening, you are being recreated and growing in your faith in those moments um, into what God 
originally created you to be. And it's a process to grow in holiness and it requires time. It's not necessarily a lot of time, but a time amount that allows you for a renewed communion, a real connection and the benefits of dedicating more of your time and efforts to grow in holiness are limitless. So emotional and physical healing that we sort of spoke about in, in talking about your definition of healthy, it's all enhanced with every moment you spend trying to become more holy, connecting to Christ and his heavenly kingdom in some way. And not to mention that that time spent will strengthen in your faith. And of course, my absolute favorite byproduct is that you will be filled with peace. So what does it mean for you to be holy? How would you categorize yourself if you were to evaluate your holiness? And without judgment, on a total curiosity for awareness of what is, ask yourself if you would, if you like where you are in your definition of holiness, or if you'd like to try to grow here. And if you want to stretch and feel like you're more holy than you are, now is a great time to just brainstorm on some simple ways, simple ways going back to where you feel like you want to feel more happy in places in your life, brainstorm the simple ways of where you could be more healthy mentally and physically, and then brainstorm some simple ways you may strive to achieve or test out adding things to your life that bring you closer to being more holy, your definition to whatever that is. Like, you know, have you visited an adoration chapel? Have you ever done a novena or you want to? Is there a book of the Bible you've never read or a week where you could just pray for someone deeply that doesn't even know that you are praying for them? What defines as growing in holiness for, is for you to decide. But when it comes to growing in being more happy in different areas of your life, being physically and mentally more healthy and being more holy. What excites you to think about moving towards? That's what I wanted this episode to get your mind and brain thinking about. Whatever those small additions that you feel would be fun to try out, I want you to do those. And it doesn't have to be any more than what will help you you personally, your life, no one else's, yours. What could you focus on to just become more happy, more healthy, and more holy? Okay, I hope I gave you some food for thought. And as always, I am just so grateful that you are listening to the Peaceful Mind podcast. I would love to invite you to share if you know of someone you think could benefit from the episodes, there's 22 now that gives you a good sample of, and things to apply to your Catholic mom life right now. So please share. And then also I invite you to rate and review the podcast so I can know who's out there listening. And I always welcome your feedback. Like I mentioned in the previous um, podcast episodes, please join me. I'm not sure when the launch is 
going to coincide with this actual podcast being coming out, but always visit my website at danielletinal.com. Jump on my email list. Um, if you've seen that I am offering a master class on time and launching a new digital online course, I want you to be in the know. So take a look at the show notes of this episode and you will find all the information you need to get um, your name on the list. So you are in the know for the, all the upcoming uh, goodness. Okay, Catholic Mamas, I love you all. Have a great week. And I will talk to you again soon. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Are you ready to take everything I teach you here and put it to work for your own life? To really learn how to have peace of mind no matter what is happening around you? If so, I'd love to have you as a client. As your coach, this is where you'll get personal and focused time on your own mind using life coaching tools, concepts, and proven life-transforming wisdom, all through a faith-filled lens. To learn more about how we can work together, come on over to daniellettienel.com. There, you'll see how to sign up for a free coaching consult and learn how to get started. Until next time, peace be with you always.